0: What's up, guys, and welcome back to Ready Player Lift. My name is Milo, and this is my Gains and Games show. If you are a repeat listener, thank you for being here. And if you are new here, please don't forget to subscribe and share. On this week's episode, I will give you an honest update on working one on one online with a coach, getting into a competitor's mindset, and I also want to speak about body confidence. I also want to have a little bit more fun with the gaming side of the show. And I hope you guys enjoy what I'm hoping to do. Okay, so it's been two weeks since I've begun working with a professional online coach. And I wanted to share my experience or thought process with you guys. Okay, so you have a plan. Now what? It should be easy enough to just follow along, do what he or she says, and wake up to amazing results one day. Right? Not the case. The thing about having any mentor or coach in life is that they are there as a support role. They are there to guide you. They're gonna be in your corner when you have tried everything else and need supplemental help in your journey. Millions of people out there have a very difficult time grasping the difference between motivation and discipline. Some people truly do think that success in the gym can happen overnight or to be fair, maybe a week or two. I'm sure many of you can think of people in your life that have tried the yo-yo dieting or jumping on whatever fitness fad they heard of, like, oh, I don't know, Atkins, keto, paleo diets, or countless others. If you can think of the common problem with a lot of these people, it's probably that they fell off or were incredibly inconsistent in the long term. Now, I'm not shaming or faulting these people. We've all done it. We've all looked in the mirror and said, that's it, time for a change. And we've had this massive burst of motivation, but then the motivation faded. You don't see the results you want and you get discouraged and slowly fade away and give up. This moment right here is where your discipline is put to the test. I'm at that moment in my journey. I've made my decision to invest in a trainer and commit to the plan. I've done everything I was supposed to do, and yet I don't look much different. I do feel better in general because I focus on hydration and eating quality foods, but I haven't made the crazy physical progress, but I know that is okay. I know that as long as I trust the process and keep my fridge stocked with the foods I'm supposed to be eating... It's going to work out. I am now transitioning into what I like to call monk mode, where I've gone too far into the process to turn back. It's too late. It's going to happen. I am now in a sort of competitor's mindset. With a coach holding me accountable, I'm checking in every Sunday and turning in my work. I have daily nutritional goals that I have to hit no matter what. I have a workout program that I have to do in order to get stronger and physically grow. I have to do cardio no matter what to help fight off the fat gain. It's all a process that, when put together, helps me achieve my physical goal, and that is to have lean muscle mass and feel good about myself. You can call it body confidence if you want, but when I say I want to feel good about myself, I mean several things. The pandemic hit me in a way that it caused me to be more stationary than ever due to the massive lifestyle change. All of a sudden, I wasn't getting steps by parking my car in a parking lot at work and then walking to the building and taking the stairs. With being at home more often, I wasn't walking to or from anything. This can have an impact on your cardiovascular health, and I object to that. My long-term goal is to be healthy so that I can live as long as possible with as little or as few complications as possible. Second, I want to look good. I want to have a physique that I can be proud of when I go to the pool or to the beach or anywhere. That's my choice. I want to look good in clothes, and I want them to fit well. Third, I want to push my body to its limits and get stronger. I want to build muscle and stand out among the average person. This is my, quote, body confidence. There's sort of a movement or trend out there where people are saying it's okay to be fat. It's okay to be out of shape. It's okay. Just do you. You're fine. And It's true to an extent, as everyone is at the end of the day in charge of their own bodies. Uh, However, as I am in control of my body, I strongly disagree with the statement that it's okay to be obese for the reasons I just mentioned. I created this show to help guide the people interested in getting off the desk chair or off the couch and into the gym, into the garage, whatever it may be. If you're listening to this and wondering if it's possible to be a gamer and have a great physique, I'm telling you right now, it is. If you are a younger listener, then you're already at an advantage because you have tons of time on your side. And yes, it can be a process. Ask yourself. If I have the ability to play certain games repeatedly for hours on end, which can sometimes be a monotonous process. Why can't I also do the same thing in the gym? Something to think about. Okay, so I wanted to touch on some gaming news that has been making waves recently and caught my attention. I love this part of the show, and I love that I have a platform that allows me to casually talk about my favorite games, and I'm glad to say that we have some new details about the... Mass Effect Remaster coming out this May. If you keep up with the rumors, you've probably heard that Bioware has stated that they will be making changes to certain camera angles, which is fine, it's okay. I understand that they're trying to reach out to a broader audience this time, and yes times have definitely changed since Mass Effect 2 was first released. I'm more disappointed that they will not be making any changes to the Mass Effect 3 ending, I didn't hate the ending the way most people did, but it was definitely strange seeing such an epic story end in such a weird way. I was hoping that they would have taken advantage of the opportunity of the remake to add something, you know, anything to the ending to not only tie up loose ends, but also set up new things for the new sequel that is coming out uh, hopefully in the near future. Also, if you've been looking forward to Diablo 4 like I have, I have really bad news for you. Activision has announced that they will not be releasing Diablo 4 in 2021. I'm personally a huge fan of Diablo. My first experience with the series was actually the last time I can remember going out to, um, you know, I think it was Best Buy and standing in line to get the game at midnight. That's the last time I've ever done anything like that. I have fond memories of the experience right down to the... um Real Money Auction House, as terrible as that was, so I'm really looking forward to the next release. Now playing. As many of you know, my Xbox has been keeping me busy basically since December. I went ahead and picked up Super Mario 3D World for the Nintendo Switch. Um, The great thing about this pickup is I know absolutely nothing about it because I didn't have a Wii U and I didn't really care for Mario games at the time. I was just kind of over it, but um, I'm really excited for this one. The thing that caught my eye was the um, added bonus that is Bowser's Fury, which I hear is very short and it's about three or four hours worth of content. Uh, so I can't wait to give you guys an update once I can get into that. I'm still really into the game Sea of Thieves, Uh, My friends and I still have no idea what we're doing. We basically just figure things out as we go. And we finally ran into a boss by the name of Warden Chi. And I don't know if he's like known to be like a hard boss or if we're just a bunch of noobs. And, you know, we we just struggled with him. But we, after a lot of time, finally defeated him and we made a bunch of money and, of course, I spent it all immediately, so I'm back to square one. I love this game, and so far it's just my top highly recommended game to anyone listening. My only complaint about this game is that it's just its so time-consuming that you basically have to plan everything out before you do anything at all, and that can take a lot of time. So, on average, my sessions with my friends here um last about two, three, four hours sometimes. And some of us have kids, I have a show to do, I have a show to write, and it can take a huge chunk of your day. Um so just keep that in mind. I mean if, if you're gonna play this game, it's not like a pick up and play thing. It's very time consuming. And that's my only complaint is it just it takes so much time to just get everything in order and get a plan in place and decide what you're gonna do, where you're gonna go. Um, By the time you're done, you're just it's five hours later and it's time to go to bed. So keep that in mind. So I've been thinking of better ways to incorporate my love for games onto the show. And I think I have an idea that I will enjoy doing and I hope you like it, too. On my last episode, I mentioned that I love the Silent Hill series so much And I was very surprised to see that Silent Hill 2 actually turns 20 years old this year. I then went back and learned that a lot of my favorite games did come out in 2001. I guess I was young and impressionable then. So a lot of those games that came out that year definitely left a mark on me. So what I've decided to do starting next episode... Is revisit some of those classic games and give my own take twenty years later. Of course, I'm going to begin with Silent Hill 2, and I'm going to tell you how I felt the time I played it, what I liked about it, and what I hope for the series going forward. I'm very excited about this new concept, so please let me know what you think next week. If you've been following my posts on Instagram, you should have seen our Ready Player Left T-shirt promo that Jarrell, my partner, put together for us. I hope you guys liked it. We're still trying to decide how we're going to get these t-shirts out to you guys. Um, We're building up our inventory. In the meantime, we're happy to take donations through our tip jar over at Pinecast. At this point, any amount of gratuity may lead us to sending you something uh, just to get us started. So if you're interested, Please message me for details, and then I will let you know how to get it. And all we ask is that you leave us an amount you think our show is worth, and we absolutely appreciate every ounce of support you give us. Also, I'm happy to announce that Ready Player Lift has coordinated with j Entertainment to help promote the independent film, The Exchange 3. I did play a role in this movie, so please check out the trailer on my page if you haven't already. That's it for this week's episode. I'm very happy that I've been busy creating content for you. Please check out the page for more news. That's all for this week's episode. I'm very happy that I've been busy creating content for you guys. Uh, Please be on the lookout for more original content, more promos, more giveaways. Thank you for listening to Ready Player Lift. I hope you all have a great week. Oh, and by the way, guest speakers will be coming soon. I am in talks with a few people I won't say their names yet because I don't want to overpromise anything but uh, we will be having some more voices on the show here to keep you guys entertained again I like to keep the shows about 15 minutes or less I know you all have other things going on so that's the sweet spot and I'm going to hope to keep the episodes around that length if you want more let me know but for now that's going to be the plan thank you so much for listening and have a great day